welcome to Fusion Fantasy Football. Yes, welcome back to another Fusion Fantasy Football episode. I am your host, Joshua. You can find me on Twitter at generally underscore aware. Find the podcast at Fusion FFB. And this is our weekly episode of Next Week Tonight. Now, earlier today, I sent out a tweet, and honestly, I was just taking some victory laps and just trying to sell it and tell you guys why you need to be listening to this podcast. Obviously, you're listening to it now, so I don't really need to tell you, but I want to get the word out, and so if maybe this serves as a little extra incentive and extra encouragement to share the podcast then please do. Now, what I did was I basically was listening to all of the waiver and transaction podcasts going on this week, you know, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and listening to a bunch of the names. And like I said last week, it's a pretty much a success in my mind if who I am talking about shows up on all these lists the following week. That means I'm doing my job. And it's not like they aren't doing their job. I'm not saying, ha ha, you guys are slow. Not at all. Quite the opposite. If they weren't out there doing their jobs, I wouldn't be able to look to them. You know, you don't have an edge unless there's someone to beat. And they are the mainstream. And so what I'm trying to do is put something out there that you guys can take advantage of because if I'm putting out just a waiver wire picks for next week that no one is talking about next week even if maybe they're good calls but if you can just pick them up as a free agent this next week then why am I talking about them this week the only reason I'm talking about next week tonight is because I want to talk about the players that everyone else is going to suddenly realize on Monday and Tuesday are players they want to pick up next week. So instead of competing for these waivers or buying and selling, when everyone else is already wise to what you're doing, you can make your move now when they're not expecting it. That's the edge. That's uh, that's why I'm doing it. So go ahead, take advantage. I hope you have already because there's a number of names that came up this week. I had a really good week last week, basically. So just going down the list of the basic takes I had, I said Pettis is actually worth buying cheap. I didn't say pay a lot for him, but I did say he's trending in the right direction and he continued that week three, so that's good. Winston, Mike Evans, buy low, that definitely showed out Mike Evans with a three touchdown monster game. I said, if Aaron Jones has a good week, I probably am not going to be able to buy him because I won't be buying low anymore because he just had a good week and he kind of had a good week again, but it was because of touchdowns. The actual production, the workload was not good. It's not what we want. But I'm watching, hey, I'm recording Thursday Night Football, 
And I don't know what just happened to Jamal Williams in really the first quarter, I believe. Maybe Aaron Jones is now going to have to get more of the workload. And that's going to be what we wanted all along. Didn't want it to happen this way. I don't think you can buy him low anymore. So it's irrelevant. Will Fuller, I had been talking about a couple times. He showed up on Matt Kelly's first movers pod, which is more of a DFS focused podcast. On He has it there on his Roto Underworld feed. I said stream Frank Gore because, of course, I said Devonta Freeman was going to have a good game by him before that week three good game. A bunch of good streamers at various positions that were going to be good for a couple of weeks. We had Witten last week. He's going to be good again this coming week. And then we had Matthew Stafford at quarterback, another week three and four stream And I think you're going to have the same thing again um, with Will Disley, who I was on last week. So you could have picked him up already. Of course, I'm hearing everyone start talking about picking up Chris Herndon now. I wonder if if we're talking about it a week early because people aren't realizing that his suspension is four games. And even though it's week four, they had a bye, he can't play in week five. However, a lot of people are probably thinking next week is when he's coming back. And that's why they were talking about him now, this week. Which is why I was talking about him last week. Get it? Don't wait on him if he's out there and if you need a tight end. He could be your solution for the rest of the season. And just solid points Unless you're willing to trade for someone better, it's as good as it's going to get for you that you can pick up for free for the rest of the season with Chris Herndon. We talked about Rivers and how he's going to be playing the Dolphins. Look, we already know what some of these trends are. We already know that's going to come up when I get into the full week four streamers. Um, Who else? One more. Justin Jackson in junk time against the Dolphins for week four. That was getting mentioned with Matt Kelly. Of course, like I said, Will Disley and others were on J.J. Zacharyson's um, 15 transactions as well as buying Devonta Freeman. These are, I, I hate just repeating myself, but these are the transactions that you really could have gotten an edge on, that really could have gotten value I don't really like selling myself this much. Victory laps are fun, though. I'm not going to lie. All right, all right. So those were basically most of the week four guys for this week that you may want to move on before next week, before they have a good game, and before you can't get them cheaply any longer. We're going to move on to the week five plays. Who do you want to get that's going to show up on everyone's list for week five on next Tuesday? So we're going to start with some streamers kind of approach uh, by position. We're going to start with the quarterbacks. And of course, who do you play quarterbacks against? Do you play quarterbacks against the Cardinals, against Miami? Wait, the Dolphins are on by in week five. So are the Lions. Okay, so we don't have that option this week. Cardinals, Giants, 
And, and right now, I'm just going to say the Eagles, too. So who is that? That's Andy Dalton versus the Cardinals. It works. Kirk Cousins versus the Giants. And Sam Darnold expects to be back against the Eagles. I love it. I am very certain one of those guys is going to be available in your one quarterback redraft league. All right. I don't think uh, I'm giving you unrealistic names here. Right. For running back. Not a lot that really popped up to me to hear. However, there's one one that could be a little bit sneaky. He had a good week, week three, because basically the Cowboys were winning the game. And so Pollard finally got work, especially in the receiving game. And he had a great game, points-wise, at least fancy points-wise. I think that this could be another Pollard game against Green Bay in week five, Green Bay is giving up a lot of running back receptions and points. So that fits Pollard. I think this could be a game that is going to be a little bit tight. And maybe they're not just running out the ball. They might need that passing threat. We'll see if Pollard can upgrade to the point where they trust him in those situations. That's going to be the only question. Obviously, he got work in junk time. But is he going to get work in crunch time? That's the question. For wide receivers, Robbie Anderson, I just saw dropped. And if he has a bad week four, you're going to see him dropped even more. Or maybe this guy is kind of both. I'm going to do transactions like buy sells after the streamers, waiver streamers. And maybe this guy is just a, a cheap buy low. But Robbie Anderson, he has better weeks coming when Darnold returns and pretty decent schedule. So Robbie Anderson would be a guy I would be taking a look at. I also think Taylor Gabriel could have another one of these big blow-up games versus a Raiders defense that keeps giving up big plays. For tight ends, we have Eifert. Again, who do you play tight ends against? The Cardinals, because of course we do. They're terrible against the tight ends. So play Tyler Eifert. He was an ad for me two, three weeks ago on this podcast. He had one dud game in there, but he's actually been pretty solid other than that. Speaking of duds, Jared Cook. I think he actually will finally have a good game against the Bucks. I wasn't high on him for the season at all, but he could have a good game versus the Bucks, and maybe, maybe Bridgewater will be looking to him maybe even more than Breeze did. Finally, Noah Fant, breakout game. Is it coming against the the Chargers defense who give up the fourth most PPR points to tight ends so far through three weeks? I think it could. He's been out there and they've been trying to get him involved, so I don't see why not. Now for some moves, kind of buy-sells you should be making. There's one big one that I kind of gave a sneak peak of on Twitter earlier today on Thursday. So again, follow at Fusion FFB because I wanted people to have a little extra time to, to work with it. And that is sell carry on Johnson. Now, if you are a three and O team, if you're a, even a two and one, but you have a solid team and you're not relying on carry on as your RB one or even RB two, then you can disregard this. Okay. But if you are 1-2 or even 0-3, oh 
and you are relying on Carrion to give you some points, you need to trade him for a different running back. Now, always I would prefer to package him with something else and upgrade, but maybe you can sell him like a lateral move and get plus something else back. If you have ideas of what you want to do, you want ideas to bounce off, hey, you can hit me up on Twitter. You can hit me up on Twitter with a DM and get an invite to our group me chat, and you can ask me there. My DMs are open. Go ahead and tag me however you want to do it. I'm willing to give you some feedback on specific trades here. But the point being, if you're wondering why in the world are you trading carry on, he's looked good. He has a great matchup coming up. Why would you trade him now? Because week five is the Lions by week. And then they're in Green Bay, like at Green Bay for week six. And then they play against Minnesota week seven. That's, well, no points, and then difficult points for the next three weeks. You you can't afford to go one and six, two and five. You know, you, you need points. You need wins. It doesn't matter what he does for the rest of the season, season total when you look back. You need points in these upcoming weeks. I would be trying to possibly pick up but more than likely trade for Richard Penny he is in a good situation right now behind Chris Carson who's had several fumbles he was basically put on timeout for the rest of that game in week three and ProSize had almost twice as many snaps for the rest of the game I don't think they want ProSize to be the guy every down though that's going to be that's going to be penny or carson so if carson gets put on timeout again or if they decide to go another way or just split the work some more that's going to be richard penny go ahead and get him now while he's injured and nobody's really thinking about his huge upside warning whoever does have him is going to like him you are going to have to pay up but the upside is very high. Okay, I know, I know, I've been saying buy Duke Johnson cheap, and I'm still saying buy Duke Johnson cheap. I get it, I get it, but I don't think this is take lock, guys, because this is exactly the progression I was predicting all along. This is not a bug, this is the plan. This is what was supposed to happen. Hyde will slowly fade. They will continue to rely more and more on Duke, especially in more and more competitive games. Carlos Hyde was 10 rushes for 19 yards last week. Yes, he got the touchdown to save his day. But that was against a that was against a Chargers defense that let Marlon Mack run for, what, like 180 or something yards? And Hyde got 19. I'm just saying, don't... Everyone's worried because he's not doing what they wanted him to do for the season in the first three weeks. And that never should have been the expectation. 
So I don't think this is take lock. I don't think we have to face the facts and, and move on. I think the fact is this is what was always going to happen and expecting the production earlier was incorrect process. So it would be just as incorrect process for me to now turn around and say he's not going to be any good and drop him. I mean, you possibly could drop him, but just be ready to pick him up again. And finally, I'm going to be buying as many of these high upside young mostly young wide receivers uh, that have good air yards and weighted opportunity ranks. Players like Will Fuller I mentioned last week. Cortland Sutton I mentioned. Um, I can't remember if I mentioned him last week or not, but I know I did the week before. Right now you have, uh, my, I really like Gallup, Michael Gallup. He's injured, little under the radar, but he is going to come back. And he was doing very well with Dak. And they have some good matchups coming up, especially in that division right now. I would love to have Gallup. And who knows when an Amari Cooper injury or whatever is going to happen. So he'd be really nice to have. You've got players I already mentioned, Robbie Anderson. And a few weeks back, I also mentioned Preston Williams. So these are all guys I would be looking to buy as my wide receiver three or four, if I can get them cheap, if I can dump a running back that is producing decently to a team that really needs a running back. Maybe I have Carlos Hyde. Maybe you're that losing team that has carry-on and you could trade carry-on for a half-decent running back and one of these receivers, not if you need a running back one, obviously, but if he is your second or third, but you still need points and you can flex whoever, you don't have to have it be a running back. These would be the kind of players I'd want to get plus something for a carry on. All right, that's it, guys. I'm getting better at keeping these quick and to the point. Go ahead and look at your team's for next week. It's always a good idea. I don't know all the ins and outs of each of your leagues, so let's just keep staying a step ahead of everyone else because it will very soon be next week. When will then be now? Soon. Yes, it will. Alright guys, see you guys next week. Please, like I said, share the pod, follow on Twitter, Join the group me chat. It's amazing. Go get some wins in week four.